Hello, and thank you for joining This Is Just A Phase. I'm your host, Jonathan Kent. I just want to remind everybody that not only can you listen to this podcast on Anchor and Spotify, but you can also listen to the podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Podcast, and Radio Public, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. That being said, you can also head over to my Facebook group at This Is Just A Phase, for updates on past and current episodes, as well as touring updates on bands featured, new releases coming through the pipeline, as well as um, merch opportunities, and whatever else we put up there to tickle our fancy. Also, I have a TikTok page, because, you know, I'm cool when with it with the kids. And that is T-I-J-A-P Podcast. You can get a lot of those same updates uh, on the podcast, and as well as my record label, uh, that me and my buddy Mike Rotomoyer uh, do called This Is Just a Record Label. Uh, you can find out new releases by that label as well. Um, also, talking about the record label, do yourself a favor and check it out at This Is Just a Record Label.bandcamp.com. We have brand new release from the band The Plan B's, uh, Pop Punk Goodness for You, as well as two amazing comps and past releases by The Prozacs, Gatlin, and Letters. Again, that website is thisisjustaphase.bandcamp.com. Um, that being said, Jay, let's go. In this fun, spastic, and palate-cleansing episode, I sit down and bullshit with one of my favorite people on this planet, Athena Athens of Little Lost Girl Media and the Wasting Time with Athena Athens podcast. This is her second time on the podcast, and it's been way long overdue. We chat about guests that have been featured on her podcast, her original idea behind it, and what's in the works for Little Lost Girl moving forward. We also talk Sabara's Pizza, being too broke to buy Friends label releases, Retro the Dog, and there's also plenty of Green Day and Tattoo talk too. And so much more with this fantastical episode of This Is Just a Phase. Here's a song by her friend and mine, John Ramon of the band The Baseball Bats, with his song Athena Athens, don't be sad. Rest in peace, John. I 
I'm so stoked right now. I've been wanting to have you back on, and I was like, you know what? I I need to have a good, a good fun conversation. And I was sitting there going, now who do I know that I guarantee <laughs> to have a good fun conversation? <laughs> if I only knew a person that would deliver the goods. Well, you fucked up already. Sorry. I fucked up already. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were honestly about my 132nd choice. But we are I'm 138. Sure. Can I just have 138? 138. Um, Thanks. I, I, I'm glad you brought up 138 because I had, I've been having an idea about doing another podcast where I kind of do like a thing of like, I can't believe like, it's popular or like overhyped, something along the lines of something like that. You and I need to do a podcast where we could just go through numbers and we find a song that relates to that number for every episode and then just base something off that. That would be fun. Because there's so many music references. I mean, in punk rock, not only punk rock, right, but like other genres of music. And I, I'm sure we could find some ridiculous ones. I mean, God, right? there's, there's... Like, we could pick a, the best and the worst with I that mean, number. Yeah, I mean, we could do... Have categories. We could have categories, like, you know, what's your favorite? What's the worst? What's one you found that you didn't know existed while you were trying to do this shit that ended up being just like, what the hell is this? If we did a podcast together, it would be utter chaos. It would be... <laughs> well, we're doing it right now again. Can you believe it? Again, and I was just thinking, you were episode 15. Are you there? Dude, you... I did the same thing that I fucking that people do to me all the time. Did you, did you close the browser out? Um, I set it and forgot it. <laughs> You can't forget. You can't set it and forget it. I have to, as Ruben Patino of Sack told me, you have to keep fingering it. You have to keep. You have to keep fingering it. You have to keep touching the sensor. You have to make it happy. Yeah, you have to. You have to. You have to hit that. You have to hit that right spot. It knows. 
I, I, I heard that. I heard that spot was just nothing but a but, but nothing but a myth. It's nothing but a G thing, baby. <laughs> I just, I just, you know, I got pumped up for this. I just listened to some Dr. Dre. Did you? Wow. I mean, I mean, I mean, it. Every once in a while, you know, I want to have a throwback like Santa Ana seven one four SoCal party listen, in the morning. <laughs> Manic Hispanic isn't too far away. Hey, hey, how about okay? I live in a very. Uh, a very Puerto Rican neighborhood. Now that yeah. I moved to to Campbell, um, there's a there's a high uh, population of Puerto Ricans. Does that so, mean there's rad food around where you are? Then oh my god, there's a place right down the street from my house. It's like a bar yeah. and tavern. We or we ordered food from there right off. It's it's called Papa's, and it's Puerto Rican that, cuisine. Papa's? Quarter- I think this this is just a podcast. These are Papa's like. <laughs> Yeah, I think, they, I think I think they need to know, but um, we ordered from them. It's uh, Puerto Rican cuisine and New York style pizza. Oh my gosh! Well, I see, mean, that's so cool. It's so cool. I and, mean, it's not a Sabaros, but whatever. Oh, uh, Sabaros, that trash. That's my favorite piece of all time, and you take that back immediately. Are you serious? Yes. It's yes. because you live in California. You, you need to no. come out here. It's because I don't all this like healthy pizza out here in the Pacific Northwest. No, there's no, one, there's no such you're thing. Lucky, as that. You're lucky if you can get a real New York. Uh, I've tried all the the New York slices of pizza around here, and I'm sorry, but every time I go to Sabaros, I know exactly what I'm getting. I pick up the slice; it tries to fall off. You know, like you've got the bend action that you need with a New York style pizza. And you can fold it. It's huge slices. And the sausage is great. And it's real cheese. And no, Sapporo's is the best. And the ratio of sauce to cheese is always perfect. It's like you're eating fucking Domino's. Not even close. Oh, not even. On. Not even the same sport. You're not even. No way, dude. Oh, come on. You're breaking my fucking heart over here. I don't, I don't care. I'm repping it. I'll rep Portillo's, Tommy's, and Sabaro's to the day I die. Uh, you know <laughs> what? One of these times, we're gonna have to get you over here, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show you some fucking pizza. We're gonna show you some quality Rust Belt pizza. Um, you could have some deep dish. You could have some New York style. You could have some Sicilian. We'll I, get you I set can... up. Listen, I love all the pizzas. I'm just saying Sabaro's my favorite. I don't know why people can hate how they can hate on it when it's pizza number one. Like, what if I told you my second favorite pizza was the Mama Celeste 89 cent pizza? <laughs> like, you know what oh I mean? Oh my god, like, <laughs> like the fucking like the fucking seven eleven pizza. No, it has to be Mama Celeste. Mama Celeste, it can't, can't, it can't be like the other 89 cent pizzas. You, you don't fuck are, with the 7-Eleven pizza? You know what? There was a time where I absolutely... We lived. We were living in an apartment in Upland, California. And uh-huh. literally, we lived in the corner apartment. And you could look out our window, and there was a 7-Eleven. And you bet your sweet ass, when I was working 60 hours a week, open and close six, six days a week, you know, 10-hour shifts, I was handing my card over to my 14-year-old and be like, walk your ass over across the street to 7-Eleven and get you and your sibling a pizza. 
Yeah, and, a $5 uh, pizza. Exactly. Get two. I don't give a crap. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how many times I made my kids eat that. Oh, <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> But they were stoked. They were stoked. Like, I was like, literally, here's my card. Just go get whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm only busting your balls about Sabara because I can bust your balls about Sabara. Everyone in the world can. It's the mall pizza. But guess what? I can go to any mall. I can go to any mall. I can go to any mall in America. And I know exactly what I'm getting. And it tastes the same, the right? The two malls near us, they're Sabaras. It doesn't matter who the chef is that pizza. day. Yeah. You really like, have to be You really have to be a piece of shit cook <laughs> to fuck a pizza up. Well, that's why I don't make them. I just eat them. <laughs> really? Oh, I love making pizza. I, oh, I love I making I mean, I pizza. like to go to Pyology. Does that count? Yeah, that's that like. I mean, like, I love to, like, I love to throw, like, the artichoke on there and, like, sometimes some sardines and... You lost me. You lost me. Wow. We're done. You might Ricotta. Well pineapple. You might well pineapple. I love pineapple. Yep, pineapple. Don't tell Kevin Aper. Pineapple all over it. I'm sending I'm... Kevin. I'm sending Kevin. <laughs> I love, I love, um, I'm going to listen to Sweatpants Party and I'm going to order a Sabaro pizza from the mall with pineapple and sausage. And I'm sorry because Kevin's vegan. He probably would absolutely hate that. But I'm trying. I'm trying to eat less meat. But it's just like you can't tell the Ninja Turtles like to not have a pepperoni pizza. It's the same thing for me. Exactly. Well, for anybody who's listening, I'm talking to <laughs> Athena Athens. Um. Uh, social media queen, um, uh, owner of Little Lost Girl Media, um, host of Wasting Time with Athena Athens, uh, all around fucking uh, the best person in the world. You're so uh, silly. What, what else? What else do I say about you? I mean, you're there's Athena just one Athens more quick. Uh, there's just one more quick thing, actually. Um, for the people that don't want to hear my annoying voice all the time, if you just want a cool playlist of songs ranging from 1950s to current, um, I have a, a music like radio type show podcast on Spotify through the Anchor app. And um, that's called Dudes Dig It. Kind of like Chicks Dig It, but yeah. yeah. Uh, so you can find that on there, too, if you just want some cool music cool music to you know to just have in the background or i don't know a lot of times i have a i have problems like showing people the music i like and they think it's only ramon's core i listen to or they don't know what ramon's core is so like i throw on any of those playlists and it will kind of showcase stuff a little bit outside of uh what people might associate with me yeah, I thought about doing uh, like a like this is just a radio broadcast, like how I how I did before. Yeah, but 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 do it separately and 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 have it be like uh, that's uh, totally what dude stick it is. And the more that uh, we have those out there, the better it is because I don't want to only listen to the one I made, John. So why don't you make yours as well? And then why don't we make another one and another one and another one? Because it's always super fun. I'm going to have love... like 45 podcasts. I I, it's okay. Can I be a part of one or maybe two? Yeah, of course. We can Why always do, you think do you're this. fucking here now? 
I will. I we can always do the spicy Athena. You know, that's the thing about wasting time was originally supposed to be me kind of like I don't know, praising backhandedly, uh <laughs> like kind of to throw everyone off because I generally try to be everyone's cheerleader, but occasionally you know, I'll have an opinion, God forbid, that doesn't line up with everybody else's. And it's crazy. And I was kind of going to be a little bit of a jerk. But then I like my first interview, which hasn't, I haven't put that one out yet, but was with Larry Livermore. And I was like, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I cannot do that. Like, this man changed my whole fucking life. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Him, him and, like, <clears throat> excuse me, there are certain people that, I am so insanely like influential on me that like I would like I'm you have to fangirl out. You kind of just fangirl out whether you want to or not. Like the first episode I did release was with Dan Vapid, and that's probably the most nervous. I'm like talking way too much. Like the whole first half hour, um, I just I couldn't even believe it was happening, and he actually. I, I was so scared to talk to him that, like, I didn't even ask him. Like, I had already recorded, like, 10 or 12 people, and I wasn't even going to ask him. But everyone kept saying, oh, you totally should. And, wow, um, I feel like it was horrible. <laughs> but no, it was the, really good. All, it was really good. All my friends that listened to it were very supportive, and I got really cool feedback. And now we have two more episodes because I'm going to just release those bi-weekly two episodes bi-weekly okay. um, that way I can take like a week or two off you know like I'm good under crunch time like I did the last two episodes I edited I did on Sunday and released on Monday but it took me nine hours <laughs> mm, yeah. I think Ruben, Ruben and I talked for probably like three and a half or four hours oh wow really yeah so um I'm going to, like, there's Ruben from Sack and Bracheros out now, and then Darren Chuka of Teenage Bottle Rocket, and he was so sweet to talk to, and we had already met in person, so it was a little bit easier for me to talk to him, mm -hmm. even though he's in, like, one of my favorite, if not my favorite band of all time, and so that's a little still nerve-wracking, you know, but. Well, let me ask you a question, Athena, since, since we're talking yeah. about that. Uh, when it comes to like okay, like like you've tackled guests that 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 I I don't think I've I've garnered um the nerve to to go after. I think the biggest guest I've probably had on the show was was Jughead, and that's huge. And I would love. Oh man, I haven't asked him because yeah, he's another one that's just. Oh, he's he's a beautiful soul. Uh, <coughs> honest to God, like reach out to him. He he is super freaking cool and. You know, I've thought, I know, it gave me confidence to go try, uh, you know, to go out and try. And, and then a part of me is like, I don't, I don't know where I fit in the realm of going after bigger names. Like, well, I for think, you, I don't, I think you just ask whoever the hell you really want. And um, you've been doing this for how many episodes now? You're 66. Okay. Wow. That's very appropriate and evil. Like, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you would have been 67, but uh, 66 had to be eliminated. So I'm giving That's you okay. That the well, rock on, dude. Insert Lillington song here. Yeah, yeah, pr pretty much. Pretty, pr pretty just much. not Stella. Just not Stella. 
You know what? I thought about blanket out 66 and just going to 67. Like no. 66 doesn't like even Like an exist. elevator? No, here's where you play elevator by sweatpants party. Because there's, wait, isn't there like, that's 13, there's no 413. Anyway, you, it's the same concept though, right? Like you're just, it's a bad juju number. So you're just skip it. So how about we make you, we'll just make you 67 because 66 got taken from it. That's fine. Elevator, yeah, yeah, elevator, yeah, yeah. You bring me up and down. Elevator, yeah, yeah, elevator, yeah, yeah. You bring me up and down. Elevator, yeah, yeah, elevator, yeah, yeah. You bring me up and down. Elevator, yeah, yeah, elevator, yeah, yeah. You really bring me up and down. Up and down. Up and down. Up and down. Elevator, yeah, yeah, elevator, yeah, yeah. You bring me up and down. Elevator, yeah, yeah, elevator, yeah, yeah. You bring me up and down. Elevator, yeah, yeah, elevator, yeah, yeah. You bring me up and down. Elevator, yeah, yeah, elevator, yeah, yeah. You really bring me up and down. Up and down. Up and down. Up and down. Elevator, yeah, yeah, elevator, yeah, yeah. You bring me up and down, yeah. Elevator, yeah, yeah, elevator, yeah, yeah. You bring me up and down, yeah. Elevator, yeah, yeah, elevator, yeah, yeah. You bring me up and down, yeah. Elevator, yeah, yeah, elevator, yeah, yeah. Sixty-seven is a good number for me. I have good, good feelings with that number. Yeah, yeah, we'll do six because it equals thirteen. Well, there you go. See, look at oh, that. Oh, and, and then it comes back around. Bring it back around. Dates, in today's date, as we're recording, is October thirteenth. Wow. See, thirteen was always a lucky number for me. That was a number I used to pick when I did play high school sports. I always used to pick number thirteen. See, that's so funny to me because um, my number of choice was number 12. And I have no idea why, but my grandma growing up, her birthday's the 13th. And she always hated it because like when, when her birthday fell on a Friday, like she hated it. Oh, man. But, but see, I now always... it's cool. Now people celebrate that shit by going and getting cheap tattoos. Absolutely. Yeah, because right? he, so he asked for a 13, but he got a 31. Oh my gosh, I was listening to Social Distortion and Offspring and all these bands earlier. It's kind you're of Orange nostalgic. County. You're Orange County bands. I am totally Orange County. I can't deny. It's really funny when I meet people here in Portland since I've lived here two years and they say, where are you from? And my driver's license is still New York and that's where I did come from. So I, I always say New York because you don't want to tell people you're from California. You know? I would. No, they hate Californians here. It's they're driving up the prices of rent like outrageous numbers. Like people are losing their apartments and homes, and it's because all of these corporations in California uh, decided to come up here and buy up all the properties. And now more people from California are moving here, willing to pay higher prices because it's not close to what they were paying there. Yeah, and so it's paying, just still paying half that. Yeah, so. Fortunately for me, um, it does not affect me directly, but I see everyone around me affecting, and it's really sad. So I don't know, man. I try not to get too political, but you don't want. It's not a good thing to get uh, to say you're from California here, but most people can figure it out after a while. You know what I mean? I feel like our podcast should purposely get under people's skin. That's okay. 
I think I we mean, should. I, I originally wanted to do that. Like, like I originally, that I wanted to, to be spicy about. Athena. You yeah, know like, what I mean? Yeah, like tackle topics nobody wants to fucking talk about. And you know what's cool, John, is the thing is like, especially for like my podcast specifically, mm-hmm. I don't give a crap if only one person listens to it and they love it and think it's the best. And I have a friend who literally posted today that he loves it and he thinks it's the best thing ever. So guess what? I'm just going to keep doing Keep hitting the button. Hit the G spot. Athena. I'm, I'm the worst, dude. You're the worst. It's but. okay. But I, I actually I actually think your podcast, and you know what? I, I, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, you know you want your podcast to be successful. Um, It's the same as LLG. I think if you're just humble about it, and the right people find it and they support you, then I'm good with that. You know what? I'm happy. Like, like my podcast may not put up the numbers that other podcasts do, but I know when I put out a release, I have a good idea of how many people are going to listen to the, that episode. Right. And it's for them. Like, yeah. Who gives a shit about anyone else? Honestly, like not everyone wants to hear my voice. Mm-hmm. There's a few people that do, and I'm grateful for them those people are the people that keep me going like wow people still think this shit is cool all right yeah and that's honestly that's why i keep doing it that's why i keep going out of my way despite despite all the issues i've had along the way doing the podcast and there's times where like i do i do kind of step away for a little bit just for my own sanity um people will reach out to me and be like hey is everything okay you haven't dropped an episode in two weeks, like everything cool. Like people re- will reach out to me to make sure, like people. There are some people it. that are the freaking best, mm-hmm. right? I still want to believe that people are the best, mm-hmm. but I think that's because most of the people in our community are the best. Yeah, you don't get that in every community. I've never found it in another community the way I found it here and the little camps that have decided that I'm one of their tribe. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be more grateful for those people. And you're you know, a part of that. Yeah, you know what? And I like to think that after, you know, 20, God, what? Tw- almost shit. Almost 30 years of being a part of of the scene, you know, just claim, or just from that moment that I claimed that, I, that, I, that I'm a punk. Yeah. Um, you know, where you got to start, got to start somewhere, right? As, as a 13-year-old kid in the middle of small right. town of Midwest America. I couldn't imagine. Um, I really couldn't. It was, it was, you know what, at the time I was, I was going to a Catholic school. You know, we, we, we had talked, we, we, we both went to private schools. Yep, yep. And it was, you know, most of my friends, it was all radio. And then when, when Green Day broke... Yeah, or not? Not even when Green Day bro- broke. When 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 Longview came out, which was what like February of ninety four. Yeah, it it hit, and I'm like, this is different. But I had also already was exposed to different music with like Nirvana and Sonic. Yeah, Muse same as and, me. And same as me, Soundgarden, and yeah, listen, I was listening to other things that were already 
kind of outside the box. But when Green Day, when I when I listened to that walking bass line of of Longview, that doom, 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 yeah. doom, 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 you know, it was every human being in the world pretty much knows that bass line. Yeah, I can tell you right away what that is. That's how epic it is. Uh-huh. Talk and, trash, talk trash all you want on Green Day, but you know when you hear that shit, your head starts moving or some shit because it's epic, phenomenal. Here's the thing, you know what? Here's the thing about Green Day, and I and I and I get you know, I get so much shit for Green Day. I've always wanted to count Green Day out ever, probably after, probably when when American Idiot came out. I wanted to not like American Idiot so bad because it was such a commercial success. But looking back at that record, like I always enjoyed that record. I was, you know what? Like, I was trying to save face within people who didn't like it. It's the so, same. It's the same way. Like I love like Blink One Eighty Two self titled. Wanted to hate it when it came out. Didn't understand it when it came out, but I love it. Yeah, see, uh, that American Idiot album, I think I was working at Tower Records at the time when it came out, and I got the bullet in a Bible thing where it was like the CD and the DVD and whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. And um, I think that that was my I, – I don't typically like like storytelling albums. I typically mm-hmm. don't like – themed albums you know it's like too much for the same reason i don't watch movies i don't want to have to pay attention that much that ADD sets in, yeah i guess yeah that's why i like stuff like mantis watching riverdales it's quick it's short you're in you're out good um but you know it's just like that album individually the songs were so good on their own and it was just i got to see them on that tour at the home depot center in long beach i don't know if that's what it's called still or if it's still there but it's a stalker stadium and i was in the very front row dude and it i was always in the front row every green day concert it was only after american idiot that i the next couple albums i was like cringe like what is this but is like, it even but is it even cringe or that because i've listened to songs off of you know uh what was the one that came after american idiot uh fuck, i couldn't tell you fuck not 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 revolution radio that was later yeah, it was like in between that era. 21st, cent- 21st century, breakdown. century breakdown. Yeah, I was just like, no, this is more slower. But it was this still is- good, though. Like, it yeah, wasn't- but, but this is the thing the Dan Vapid and the out, uh, the Dan Vapid and the Cheats album Exit Velocity is a good album. It's just too slow for me, man. Like, yeah. there's a few songs in there that I, when it comes on, I'm not going to skip it, but I'm not going to put on the whole album. You get what's, it? Your, what's, what, what, what's your favorite Green Day album? Has to be 10,039. I think I talked about it in episode 10. That just changed my whole... I would not be Athena Athens. I would not be... Nothing inside of me would be the same at all. I would be a totally different person if I didn't hear but that do you, album. But do, you, but do you think that album's the best of their catalog, though? Well, it's like... Man... That is such a messed up question because I'm so 
sentimentally attached. Like, I think, like, going to Pasalacqua was the best song written of all time. Like, the best swoonable love tune. I don't care if Larry Livermore told me they got the name from a he's from a funeral home. To me, that even to me that even adds to what I interpret the song to mean, which is, I don't care what happens with me. I'm running away with you until death. I don't care what the consequences are. Yeah, and so, and so, like it makes sense even more to me um, that he said that. But probably the best one I, I would have to say is probably. I really like Nimrod a lot, but very strange record. Um, I'm tr- I'm so old now. I'm, I'm like can picture the album in my head, and I can't figure out which one it is. Mine's always mine's always Insomniac. That's it. That's yeah. it. Insomniac. It, that is that was fast. That was Billy messed out of his mind. That was like just. I don't condone that at all whatsoever, but I'm just saying like that album is so it has the speed literally and figuratively. It was a middle finger. It was a middle finger back to the Gilman street crew that basically were like, fuck you. You know, they had brought so much attention to, to, to the Bay area punk scene that they're, they're deciding to sign to a major label was for everybody to fucking talk shit on them. And you know what? Them. And I Green Day and Green Day flipped the script years later. Like, dude, they they've poured so much money into that fucking scene, into fucking Gilman to get it repaired. They well, they, they've they, also they supported the- yeah, so many like uh, music type charities and other charities, and they're always doing something good. You know, they're not like I met Trey in February again. Mm-hmm. And he was super sweet. And he, like, probably gave me one of the best compliments of my life. So, like, yeah. Like, I can't say anything bad about Green Day. Do, I don't believe they have the best catalog overall. No, they don't hold that title. But sentimentally yours, Green Day Forever, signed always Athena Athens. Like, I love them. I think they, I, I think they have a collection of probably... I would say the nineties, the early okay, from 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 ninety to two thousand and four, because I'll I'll include I'll include um, American Idiot. Yeah, American Idiot's great. That's, I have that tattoo. That's a fourteen year run where I don't think anybody. There came was a best. Yeah. That. No, I love every album in that time period. I even like um, Uno Dos Trey. I, I didn't I, care. I didn't care for those. It, it was oh, I think moment. there's a lot of like Riverdale inspired stuff on. I don't know if it's Trey or the, it could whatever, have been but... one album. That whole collection could have been like one yeah. Album. I could definitely make a best of and condense it to one album. But hey, yeah, like sixteen, not, seventeen tracks. I'm not going to complain about like having extra Green Day. Like that's but, just but first I, world problem. <laughs> yeah, like I, I loved Nimrod. I loved Warning. Mm-hmm. Warning was strange when it came out too. And I didn't. I didn't think so. I was all about. I just. It was very mid. It was very mid tempo. It was very, um, very. Um, You're right. Like Elvis that's... Costello. Like. Um, like, She's too young to pick up on any of that, honestly. Like, like I almost just... like the borderline power pop, but like it was just mid tempo. 
like some of the some of their best songs are on that record, like Macy's Day Parade and Warning yeah. and Minority and um Is that the one with Walking Contradiction as well? No, Walking Contradiction was on Insomniac. It was at the, wow, at I'm the getting end. Old. I think it's the last song. I'm getting old, dude. I remember yeah. when that video came out, me and my brother used to watch the video. My brother didn't like my music, you know? Mm-hmm. But we thought that video was the funniest shit in the whole world back then. Oh, it's a great. It's one of those. They always had great videos. Though. Like the video for like Redundant and the video oh, yeah. for um, uh, Last Ride in. Uh, I mean, Last Ride in. Uh, King for a Day. Off, King for a Day, Off the Wagon. Um, I'm not off the way. What was that? Fuck. Was it last ride in that they, where he was on the on the horse? I think the last ride in is uh, just like an instrumental, right? Yeah. What the? What it's video got the baseline. Doom, 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 doom. Was it? Was it? Was it? Nice guys finish last. Yes, I'm pretty okay. sure it's nice guys finish last. Okay, yeah. nice guys finish last, and then yeah, yeah. I loved all that. And then the song that would never go away, which was Good Riddance Time of Your Life. That was like played at my graduation. And of I'm course just it like, was. Of yeah. course it was. The nineties. Like holy shit. Of course the, it was. When I was when I was a when I was a when I was a junior, the grade above us, I remember sitting in our auditorium, um, in in you know at our at our school and the 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 class of ninety eight was getting ready to graduate and everything and they came across and blah 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 and of course their video for like their years of being growing up together blah 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 they played the video and it was uh, good riddance and I'm yeah. like this is so hokey. This okay, is we'll so see. Fucking hokey. I remember, I remember going through a progression of being the only girl in school who knew who Green Day was because I was going to a Christian school. Nobody was allowed to listen to secular music, but my parents didn't give a shit. And yeah, Nirvana yeah. and all this stuff, right? And um, and so yeah, I was the only girl in my school who knew Green Day, and then Green Day was like the biggest thing ever. And then fast forward to like graduation year, I'm the same class of '99, and it's like I, on one hand of me, I want to be pissed, like as a young person who's like loved this band from the beginning, mm-hmm. like no, all of you don't get my Green Day, and like this is just like the worst song, like at the time, right in my mind, I'm like this is like. I would prefer any other Green Day song other than this one. And um, and then I'm just like, look back on it now. And I'm like, dude, at least you were cool enough to get Green Day played. Like, you know, there's probably. And then did you have Prince? We had a lot of fucking yeah, Prince, party like that, it's that like, it's like it's, yeah, that party like it's senior. 1999. Because we were class of 99. It was like those two songs. Uh, but it could have been worse. Right, like our choices. Our choices were <laughs> 1999, and I had led a charge to get another brick in the wall part two from Pink Floyd. I would have definitely voted for Prince. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, the vote surprisingly, the vote was like it was like pretty close. It was really close, like 55 to 45. Like, it was really close. It's really funny you can remember that, but I bet you if I asked you what you did last weekend, you'd be like, uh... 
Well, I can tell you what I did last week, and that's why you're episode 67. Why? You know, you know why you're episode 67. Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really mad I didn't get to hear that. Yeah, it's okay. I'm, I'm yeah, we'll, 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 talk well, it's like that. I said, it's uh, that's the curse number anyway, 66. Maybe I'll just, if I ever get that eye, I will, uh, skip it as well. Because it's like I, I needed a palate cleanser of just you know, um, you know, bullshit. You know, yeah, just, just, bullshit. Just, 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 just bullshit and um, trying to lick my wounds and you know, I and then it, then for a while there, like I didn't want to have an interview. I was like, you know, I'm just going to take the week off. You know, I was supposed to have somebody else come on that fell through. And well, you know what? That's why you should just see what I do. And I recorded like twelve or fifteen of them, and like now I can just be a bum and like <laughs> edit them. That's <laughs> like, what I might do. I might just, I, I might just like all like one day, like pick like a Monday, and record like four episodes in that day, and just not do anything for the rest of the fucking month. And then, I mean, you could always, if there's something current or something that comes up abruptly, you can record, and it, you don't even have to, you know. You don't have to like dedicate a certain number to each guest. Like I'm sure some of the stuff when it comes out is not going to be current when some of the ones that I've recorded come out. But there's way more than maybe just whatever shows we were trying to mention or whatever. You know and, what? That's uh, the that's the tough thing when I do when I do Zennial files with Sam. We generally will record, and then I usually don't put it out until a week later. So, like, if there is something current, we're always that week behind. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, but we always mention when we're recording so people can understand, like, when we're recording Yeah. as to when we release. So, it's like, oh, okay, they're talking about this shit now, but it's 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 a week later, so to speak. So, we always do that with, with Zennial Files, and that's that's my Fuck You podcast with, with my best friend, Sam. Yeah, um, it's rad. It is. Thank you. We listen. We have to do. So I was. I just came up with an idea that I want to do, and I don't know if I should do it on my podcast because I've already interviewed too many people. I think that I would kind of want to f with. <laughs> yeah. But um, we could do a new one. And like one of the questions I've been talking to a few of my friends. One of the questions I want to ask because I want to do like something a little bit more spicy, fun. 
spicy. Like I'm not gonna get on there and rip anyone apart, right? But like yeah, I yeah, like to course. I like to punk rock, dude. Like jab a little bit. It's okay. Don't go for the jugular, but like fuck mm. it. And uh so I wanna do maybe I'll I'll ask you and, and you can help help me figure it out. This is gonna throw people off, I think. I wanna ask them Mary fuck kill, but the three people are always gonna be me, Ben Weasel, Dan Vapid. Well, first off, well, for, okay, so hold on. Mary, because Mary, you're really, you're really gonna get to know somebody, right? Like you're okay, really so let me, gonna. Let me, let me think. Hold on, hold on. Let me think here. Mary uh... fuck kill. Well, first off, I feel Ben Weasel. <laughs> See, now we know where you stand with him. Yeah. Um, we would... know that you like me more than Ben Weasel. Yeah, <laughs> I would marry you, and I would fuck. Did uh, <laughs> it. No, that's not to say like you have to like really, you know. I'm not insinuating Dan would want that or anything, but no, but that's just I just, where he, if you that's had where a, he, that's when I say fuck, him. when I say fuck, let's just say like maybe a peck on the cheek. It doesn't have to be like intercourse or anything. Well, like I no tongue. I mean, he's the, he's married. I'm not trying to like. Be I'm an married ass. too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that sounds like a you guys problem and not a me problem. Oh, a you guys problem. Spend too much time in New York. <laughs> Got them, you guys. Uh, it's just a you problem, not a me problem. That's all. You said use. You said use yeah, problem. Because it, it was plural. There's two of yous. That's not the plural of you. <laughs> <laughs> the Pennsylvania uh, making fun of the former New Yorker. On yeah. How to say words. That's we, okay. We we know speak so well. I was uh, from the trash part of New York, so it's expected. It, listen, I'm I'm not <laughs> listen. I'm from Pennsylvania, so what? Like, I mean, it is what it is. I was on the Pennsylvania New York State border. Okay, so uh, I got a little bit of each world right there. Now, were you down by? Were you down by Jamestown? It's down by Binghamton. I don't know where Binghamton is. It's right if you look at the very flat part at the top of New York where it touches Pennsylvania. Yeah, uh, the very middle of that at the border. That's where Binghamton is. It's about an hour, an hour and twenty minutes south of Syracuse. Okay, so you're so you're more going towards like Scranton than towards, yes, yeah. Like, okay. When I, I had you. to take when I had to take the Greyhound, uh, we took it to South Jersey, and um, we had to pass through. I'll never forget it, dude. We had this layover, like this big stop in Pennsylvania. And all I could do was read the sign and it said Lackawanna. And I said, yeah, I have a real Lackawanna be here right now. Ah! <laughs> and, and Mom like, that's, humor. Like, that's the, on like, the only thing that I could think of the whole time. I was like, Lackawanna. Like, that's, I'm sorry, I don't mean to disrespect the, wherever the name came from. But that's I, Native, the, Native, the, Indian, the, Native American. Listen. I'm just saying the bus station there, the Greyhound station, does not have anything. It's just, like, outdoor seats. And you know how, like, in the winter and stuff, you don't want to be outdoors in the East Coast? Yeah. Like, no. It was, like, no vending machine, no this, no that. And I was, like... Where, where I, were you at? Uh, somewhere in Pennsylvania, I think near Scranton. Oh, wow. I remember that sounds I, awful. I remember I could see, like, I remember, like, driving by and seeing, 
the building from where um, the off, you know, in the the series The Office, how it pans. Oh, yeah, Dunder Mifflin. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I I saw like one of the buildings that I've seen on the opening credits, and then I was like, wow, that's a real place. That's it right there. That's yep. the shot. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Like, why? Yeah, of course it's a real place, but. I just well, didn't they expect- would film. They would film. The, they would film the exterior shots, like the first season. They would film the exterior shots in Scranton, but all the inside stuff would be in LA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I found I found that out. That was pretty cool because I used to listen to um, uh, John Krasinski. He had a podcast for a while, and he talked. Oh about yeah, that. yeah. He's a little doll. That guy. Oh yeah, his 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 his, his girl on the show. That was my. That was. Uh, Jenna, Pam? what was her Pam? Name? Pam, yeah. You were totally, yeah. I was a Pam I, fan, yeah. I, I was Pam definitely fan. a Jim. I was definitely a Jim fan. Um, I mean, I love all of the characters on that show. I have a really fuck. I have a really fucking huge thing for Mindy Kaling, who played um, what was her character's name? She was obsessed with uh, Ryan. She was obsessed with Ryan. Uh, Kelly. Kelly, I have Kelly Kapoor. Yeah, and like I don't usually have a thing for like girls of that persuasion. You know what I mean? Like I don't usually have a thing for girls like that. But like I think she's so fucking hot. She's just very radiant and very like bubbly and just like the best. You just feel like she's just fun, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Like I just have a thing for her. You know, and that's that's one of those shows I just had. Let's Such see on the office. Cast. On the office, yeah, I think it probably Jim is definitely like my type. I don't know. I guess I have a type. I didn't tried not to like think that, but you know what? I I I never thought I did either. And and looking at like who I ended up marrying, I definitely think I dab. I took I took dabs from different kinds of pawns. Yeah. The one thing I never really did very much of was I never I never really dated punk chicks. And I never dated I only dated like one punk rock guy and it was the worst decision of all time ever in my life. Mm-hmm. But, I've dated girls that liked punk but that didn't consider themselves. No, punk. he was a real punk rocker, but just like the worst one in the history of the world. But, so, was his name Tamara? Uh no. I'm Tamara. Come on, that, that was a, every that was, queer song is about joke. me. Every queer joke. song is about me. Don't you remember? Yes, I do. Except for "Born to Do Dishes." Born to Do Dishes. Or no. Ursula finally has tits. That could be about me. Really? Well, I mean, when it was written, I probably was just barely getting tits, so it could have been about me. That, that's saying. true. That song is old, yeah. That yeah. Was, that was off what love songs, Hey, right? they have a song, Mrs. Brown, You Have an Ugly Daughter. My mother was Mrs. Betsy Brown. So that's right. So, now, see. Did you, would you, would, no, did, you, did you go by Brown? <laughs> no, I was never a Brown. You were never formally a Brown, or technically Yeah, a I was brown. adopted, so I was never, never had my parents who raised me's name. But okay. um, they were the Browns. That's right. I remember you saying that before. I couldn't remember though. Yeah. So like, there's that solidity in the in that statement in my statement that like, mm-hmm. there's only a few songs out there that are not about me. Uh, there's lots of songs that aren't about me. 
<laughs> yeah, because they're all about me. Maybe the ones that aren't about me are about you. There's like no songs about a person named Jonathan. I mean, you just haven't been annoying enough yet for someone to write one. I don't know. There's a lot. That's of how it works. Hey, fuck that scumbag. That's that's about me. <laughs> Stop. Oh, I always say uh, none of the songs of the Mercy Fucks are about me, except I'm garbage. <laughs> that, that that was the one song that's about me for sure. I gotta get that fucking CD. I am so fucking poor right now. Don't worry, dude. I'll send you one. No, I'll edit that part out. Um. <laughs> Um, no, that's the only song. I'm garbage, and it doesn't matter. Andy or Wimpy both love both versions, and that's my that's my song on that album. I'm garbage. I just keep on fucking dead. I'm garbage. It's been years since I've been late. I'm garbage. Or that bitch and never know up. I'm garbage. Drink with friends and be real loud. how we're in that that scene the shining scene group together with, yeah. all the, with all the labels yes um <clears throat> like i feel so bad because like people have bit have bought stuff from me and i haven't bought stuff from them and i'm just like i'm so Bro, poor right me, now I'm, like, poor. I'm so poor i feel like Kristen wig in uh bridesmaids when she sneaks up to first class that's how i yeah. felt like making a label like oh i'm sneaking up here but guess yeah. what and, and then i'm still like help me i'm poor and they're like no get back there that's well, how you under- <laughs> well you understand what i've been going through i've been dealing with all the plumbing issues in my house like insanity that's like, why like, I, I bought this house and like, I thought, oh, we could just move in. They're like, hey, buy a house. They said, it's fun. They said, yeah. yeah and then I fun. bought a fucking house and it's been just tumultuous. And I'm like, I'm so poor. Did you not see Jay Gavin, Jay Prozac's? Did you not see Jay Prozac's? Like what he's been going through? What's oh, I do. His house? Like, my heart breaks for him. Okay. So, Jonathan, saying. It's okay, but it's yours. You know what? Yeah, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, and it's awesome. And you know what? You're going to just – that's what was cool when that was happening to me in the house I bought. Literally, yeah. I was like, well, guess what? We're getting rid of it, and we're getting new ones, and now it's ours. And it's totally ours. Like, we designed it because everything broke, and we had to replace it. with the. <laughs> and you know what? And I know now, like, you know, my, my – you know, Ari, Ari looked at me the one day, and she goes, John, I know you're stressed out right now, blah, 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 but listen, whether we have it happen to us now or it would have happened 10 years from now, right. the point of the matter, we were going to have to spend thousands of dollars to get this fixed. No right. matter, no matter what it would have, it would, because 
they said like the person who sold the house wouldn't have had no idea because it's underground. They would have had no idea. So we yeah. wouldn't have had any idea either. So I mean, it was one of those things that just you bought a fucking you bought an eighty year you know you bought a sixty four year old home. You know what I mean? It's you know, I mean, even new construction is. can have its challenges. I remember buying in Pflugerville, which is just outside Austin, and my home builder built my homes tremendously. I lived in one of their homes before, and um, and and my neighbor's house was as beautiful as mine, but a different builder, and they had so many more problems because when you buy a new build, uh, usually it's a new foundation, new you know, ground and everything's got to settle and mm-hmm. cracks could happen and this and that. But fortunately I never had any of those problems with my builder, but you know, there's all kinds of challenges with owning a home. And that's why I, now that it's just me and my kids are grown and out of the house, like I'm happy just renting because when stuff breaks, guess who has to fix it? Not me. They do. They do. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> yeah. It's just you and retro. Yeah, she's stretching it out in bed right now. Oh, she has the right idea. She is like the most spoiled dog in the whole universe. Well, yeah, because she's because she's retro. Right now, she's getting a massage under her armpit, which she loves. She holds her arm up in the sky. In the sky, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's so adorable." She yeah, thinks she's, she's a little tiny puppy. Oh, she's so fucking cute. I can't stand it. I can't stand it either. I'm afraid someone's going to steal her one day. They better not. Well, I don't think she'll let them. No, I don't think so either. She's, well, yeah. she's, she's a big dog. She is me as a as a dog, for sure. Like, a lot of people look at this dog and think intimidation. Like, that's a bloodthirsty killer, crazy, mm. pit bull, 90 pounds, female, full yeah. blood pit bull. She, when we walk down the street together, sometimes people, like, will cross... To the other side of the street. Oh, see, I hate that. That's a, a preconceived fucking notion. I hate that shit. Like, that makes me mad. Like, it's just a dog. Did you do it again, Athena? Athena, Athena. Yeah, I know. I'm a God pup rocker. damn it. Don't tell me what to do. God damn it. <laughs> You son of a bitch. Dude. <laughs> what? But, yeah, I think it's just a front. Her look is just a front. I mean, I tattooed my face so I could look, you know, intimidating, intimidating and people would leave me alone. Uh, but little do they know, they could probably, like, my Pokemon well, level would be like 68. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's <laughs> funny? People, people find my lack of tattoos disturbing. Like, what? I only have one tattoo, and people are like, John, why don't you have more tattoos? And I'm honestly, I go back to my standby where I am poor. <laughs> right. <laughs> no reason. Right. Like, if it was up to me, I would look like I would like be, me. have sleeves everywhere. Man. <laughs> we would really be twins then. Twinsies, I don't, I won't, I won't do neck or face tattoos, man. I won't. You know what? I said that too. Ha ha ha. Yeah, well. You know, you hear was my slow progression. I first tattooed my knuckles in shit. In um in pink. Because I didn't have anything on my hands. Yeah. I had my lower lower arms done, but um I was dabbling and doing my hands, so I did it in a very light baby pink. And it said sick girl 
okay. after the social distortion song because mm-hmm. they have sick boy and then they have one sick girl. Then I realized like there was a lot of I was so naive back then. I didn't realize there's a lot of uh heroin <laughs> references in that song. Yeah. And I didn't want people to think, oh, that's what you're about. So I got it covered up. I never said I would tattoo my knuckles again because it hurts so bad. Yeah. So, so bad. But they cu- the it, the ink pushes out so easily there. Mm-hmm. And um, so I got Dear Your Holiness tattooed across my knuckles as a cover-up. And uh, I had that retouched up like three times. And every single time I was like, I'm never doing that again. And then I got my black flag tattoo on my throat in Texas. Uh, because at that point I was like, well, my hands are tattooed. My arms are tattooed. Like who cares about my throat at this point? Yeah. Uh, and so that happened. And then I got it filled the rest of it filled in later. And then after I had cancer, I really wanted a face tattoo. Like I never, why it, it was weird how the progression went from early cancer. I have no eyebrows and people are like, why don't you just get the microbladed or tattooed on? And I was like, I'm never tattooing my face. Are you kidding me? I'm never doing that. And then I think it was my second to last treatment. Cause I did 12. Mm-hmm. Um, chemo treatments. I think it was the second to last one. It was like a Friday the 13th thing. And I was like, dude, I just want to get a face tattoo. And I called my oldest son and I was like, um, the only opinion I give a shit about is what you think about me because I don't want to embarrass you as your mother, but I want to get this tattoo. And he was like, nah, mom, I think it's awesome. Like I would never be embarrassed of you. And uh, I said, fuck it. And I did it. And uh, that was the first one. And then next was Lillington's. And then after that, D-Cracks. And I think my face is done. I want to. I don't want to say I'm done because then I'll definitely do another one. So I think I'm done. Yeah, you're not done. But there's definitely two more bands I can't believe I don't have a tattoo of that I definitely need a tattoo you of. Have TB, you have TBR on you? Yeah, under my uh, left eye. That's right. That's right. I, I'm yeah. trying to remember. I was in, that I, was I my first. That? that was like my first tattoo. Um, and then yeah, I think when so I, I know first you was have that, I know you have. I know you have D cracks. I know. Okay, you have TBR. If I take a quick look, I have, uh, "Dear Your Holiness" across my knuckles, which was a Bayside song. And yeah. I have the Bayside bird on my left hand. And you have and the portrait on, on your side. I have a, on my right hand, I have my Didi Ramon. I have on my left arm, No Effects, Riverdale's, Alkaline Trio, Green Day, The Apers. And then on my left arm, I have Rancid. My left arm is mostly family stuff, so there's not a lot of music on that one. And I have the Sleeping on my chest. Mm-hmm. I have Saves the Day across my jaw. Black flag on my throat. I have a green day. I have Billy Joe yelling in my ear. I think on my right side. And a bass side tattoo on my left behind my ear. Uh, Kurt Cobain portrait. Anthony Ranieri, a bass side portrait. Yeah, those are on your ribs, right? No, I don't have anything on my ribs. I like... <coughs> where's, I your have... Anthony, where, where's, where's your Anthony Ranieri one? It's on my right leg. 
right above Kurt Cobain. That's right. It's on your leg. I knew it was yeah. like on a wider, like 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 it was on a yeah. It was on a wider. It was on a curved, yeah. big piece of skin, and yeah, uh, it's on my cat. Yeah, it's on my front of my my right leg. I'm trying to yeah, think about any other. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember like where I was, but I knew you had it. I have all a I lot have of. Is, all I have is my cassette tape. I think that's badass as hell. Thank you. My buddy, my buddy John Boy did that. Shout out to John Boy. He's like, that was the very first cassette tape he ever did. That's badass, dude. And we did it where it, instead of having something like Memorex written on it, he wrote, uh, he wrote mixtape '81 on it because you no, know, that's the year I was born. Yeah, so. yeah, the best people in the world were born in '81. I snuck in there. I almost was '82. I lived yeah, the you whole got there just in time. You got there just I, in time. I literally lived a whole 24 hours, uh, no, 22 hours in 1981. So I don't know if that counts, but I'm claiming it. So what, you were born at what, 2 in the morning? Yeah, like 2.16 or 2.14. I don't know. My biological mother always, well, she used to, she always used to call me at that time, like to, or text mm-hmm. me or whatever. But yeah. But yeah, it was like 2 something a.m. December 30th. So I guess it was just over 24 hours. Yeah, you were looking at, yeah, like almost almost 38. I'm bad at math. Yeah, me too. Math math is hard. Math is lame. Math is hard and lame. (laughs) That's what they say about me all the time. John's always hard and lame. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, On that cheery note, on that cheery note, I should probably let you let you get about your day. I just, I really appreciate you coming on. I needed this. I needed, I I needed this kind of conversation. You know, nothing in particular, but I want the <laughs> listener to please check out all of Athena's endeavors, Little Lost Girl Media, uh, Wasting Time with Athena Athens, which is on Spotify. Um, I'm her. Uh, what else did you say you were doing? I forget. Oh, dudes dig it. Dudes dig it. Uh, the radio program that's also on Spotify. Um, and that's, I think that's about it. Just uh, keep an eye out on LLG stuff and and you got, you got, you got, Oh yeah, what are, what are your what do you have in, in the pipeline with that? So I know that any day now I'll know a date, but uh, the Mr. T Experience Road to Ruin. We'll be out on eight track, limited to 27 copies. We're going to try to do those on yellow cartridges for the first run only. Mm-hmm. And um, and I believe there's two or three more things coming out. And also, if you like um, Sack, the new album, Ripper, is amazing. Um, a couple guys in that band is in Bracheros. They're recording a new album, and hopefully that will be out on LLG. And we'll do some seven inches and maybe a video and some cool stuff. So check out Bracheros as well. They'll be, be playing, cool. they'll be playing, um, I think, with the Queers and Teenage Bottle Rocket in Denver, if anyone wants to check them out. Oh, absolutely. That sounds awesome. Well, Athena, thank you so much for coming out and bullshitting with me for a little bit. And, you know, I really appreciate it. And, and you know, we're going to have to do something together in the future for sure. Hell yeah, and I'll have to have you on Wasting Time. Hell yeah! I would love to be able to come on and get asked all the uncomfortable questions that you Hell yeah. that you'll want to ask me. <laughs> you can put me through the fire. I don't give a fuck. 
Yeah, see, that'll be the real episode I really wanted. Yeah, really twist the fucking screws on that episode, yeah. please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, well, Jonathan. Hey, you're welcome. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll be talking to you here soon. Yep, absolutely. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye.